Hello, bienvenue, and welcome in to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. And as always, we are the podcast that gives you the unenviable blah, 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 blah. Are you sure you know? Are you sure you know where you're going? Yeah, I mean, I I said I was winging it. I'm going to wing it. You lost. You just lost faith in yourself halfway through the sentence then. Well, no, but the whole point was, I was going to, I was going for this whole build-up of, you know the script, you know who we are, we're www.thatguys.co.uk, yeah. but we're doing what something. Where are you going to mention, where are you going to mention our social brand? Our, our social brand? You mean, yeah. at that guy's a maniac on all social media, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, things like that? Uh, were you going to mention YouTube as well? Oh yeah, yeah YouTube, yeah, yeah, I was going to mention that, yeah. Okay, well, no, that would have been a good intro, I think. Yeah, yeah, but but the whole point was I was actually trying to go for, you know who we are, but this time, this is a different episode, so we are doing a Christmas episode. Hey! Hey! <laughs> I feel that enthusiasm coming from you. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we are reaching that, that, that time of the year, the end of 2020, the year that never was. Um, and Christmas is fast approaching, and by the time, well, in our listeners' timeline, uh, this should be going out just in time for Christmas-ish time. <laughs> um, time for Christmas-ish time. Yeah, just in time for Christmas-ish time. Um, so we're we're doing something Christmassy, aren't we, Farley? Yeah. And, I uh, think this is going. I think this. Um, I think. In general, I need to spend a little bit more time thinking about the intros rather than. But I guess it. <clears throat> if we have like some sleigh bells in the background, it will kind of make it more Christmassy, right? Well, yeah, I think my plan is actually to see if I can get hold of that classic uh, Commodore 64 game, Snowball Sunday, and just get that music on repeat in the background. Well, well it's you're already listening to this. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. <laughs> maybe I couldn't <laughs> find it. Maybe you've yeah. got fucking a Christmas midi. <laughs> yeah, you know, some sort of shit you used to get on like a, a GeoCity site that had snow falling down and ads oh, popping God. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Flashing green and red <laughs> sort of lights along the top. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, the Yuletide is fully gay by this by now. Yep. And um, we are, I don't know, eating figgy pudding and yeah. um, basically at a point where we really hate all of our family. Um. <laughs> not, not that we'll be seeing them this year. Oh, no, of course. Unless you have a bubble with them. But of course, you wouldn't have a bubble with your family, would you? No. 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 Personal bubble. <laughs> oh brilliant let, let's let everybody into a fucking 20 year old end joke anyway christmas yes. i'm kanzi11 um, how do we bring you this christmas content no one cares who you are i'm richie <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by the nakatomi corporation uh, which is a japanese mega corporation that's it we don't know what they do they don't really go into it in the films thanks Nakatomi Corporation. Thank you, Nakatomi Corporation. Your Japanese mega corporation needs. (laughs) Right, 
yeah, thank you for for that and uh, for allowing our users, users, listeners, to get such great content from us. <laughs> I don't know why there was such a long content, <laughs> but you know, infinite, infinite. Oh, for fuck's sake! Just I'm really stick. struggling Just and tripping over the. Have words. a mince pie. Cracker, down half cracker. a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, eat some orange matchsticks and some twiglets. Twiglets. I always find twiglets quite seasonal. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Cool. Right, this is quality fucking listener content. Um, <laughs> and today we're bringing you a show talking about our favourite Christmas snacks. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So, what what are we doing today, Farley? What is our plan? What is our what is making our show a Christmassy one? Well, <clears throat> originally, I think we we're both quite anti-Christmas. Um, not anti-Christmas, but you know, oh, it's a Christmas episode, much like we do, do a Halloween episode. Um, but then <laughs> uh, the spirit of Father Christmas. Touched us in our hearts, <laughs> and uh, uh, and we decided to go for for a favourite British Christmas tale. Yes, that classic, classic Dickensian tale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. imagine, if you will, listener, you gathered around a crackling fire. Um, uh, bathed in the glow of fairy lights on the on the Christmas tree, or the Hanukkah candle thing, uh, or the other festive things with, which glow. Yeah, non-denominational and lights. Non-denominational <laughs> <laughs> the, the LEDs under your kitchen counter, or anything. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, and then bring in a warm tray of, of hot cocoa. And gather around Father Richie. Father Richie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's going to regale us with this classic Christmas tale to hopefully get you in the Christmas mood? Okay. And and of course, between each stanza and verse, we're going to be uh, regaled with some questions and quiz like. Christmas shenanigans, as I'm sure many of you will be dreading that inevitable Zoom quiz that's going to have to happen with your family when you try to make Trivial Pursuit work over the internet this Christmas. But, for funds, we have Farley's lovely Christmas quiz. But without... Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. And? The stakes are high. If you get... The majority of these questions right. Uh, you might be pronounced the King of Christmas. The King of Christmas. Yeah. Nice, nice. We all know. We all know. Can we regale me with? Why are we saying regale? Can you regale me <laughs> with my title, with my current titles? I do have a double crown. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the I double am. crown. But but you didn't. No. Oh, right. Let's King, not get into this. King of Halloween. King of Resident Evil. There was definitely a king of Pokemon at some point as well. That one as well, Triple Crown. You were not Triple Crown. If you get less 
then after these questions right I become Queen of Christmas you become Queen of Christmas so yeah. and when then cool yeah <laughs> fantastic okay so, brush your stockings off and <laughs> brush your stockings nosh on a nosh on a candy cane and, and... yeah oh that sort of Christmassy polish uh, your Christmas pudding polish your Christmas pudding I dig that one I think that's what we're going to name this episode actually polish your Christmas pudding okay yes so do all of the above and sit tight and we shall begin by telling you a tale we begin at chapter one arrival at Nakatomi Plaza was the night before Christmas and all through the plaza not a creature was stirring, not even an iguana, which is entirely untrue and completely for Christmas round play, as in fact at Nakatomi there was a massive Christmas party. McLean dashed onwards foreshadowing his failing marriage all the while, when up pulled a limo blaring out Christmas and Hollis and our new friend Argyle. He arrived at the party filled with frolic imbibing and Christmas balloons and unknowingly and also walked Gruber along with his goons mm. and that is our start the arrival at Nakatomi Plaza very nice yes very nice and I uh, like the uh, concept of Christmas balloons yeah 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 uh, balloons and goons it's, it's good um, and also fantastic for a single take uh, piece of work as well yes seamless yeah. uh, we can't make a single mistake so <clears throat> children gathered around uh, following that um, festive poetry you little uh, I, have a, <laughs> I have a question <laughs> for Father Richie which of these PlayStation games sold the most copies? Your options are Tomb Raider Chronicles, Die Hard Trilogy, Namco Museum Volume 3, and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Which of those games sold the most copies, Father Richie? Mm, well, now, since this is a Christmas episode, I think you're going down a little Christmas theme. And we all know that the most Christmassy sort of film around this time of year or very, very Christmassy would definitely be the Harry Potter one. So I think I think you're going for the Harry Potter game. Okay. Yeah, that's I think point. that's that's your that's what your heart's telling you. Yeah, I think I, I I'm gonna detect the theme. You're going for that Christmas theme. Okay. Well I wasn't but oh. your deduction has paid off. <laughs> um, so Tomb Raider Chronicles sold the least with 1.4 million copies. Uh, then Die Hard Trilogy with 2 million copies. Not too bad. The Namco Museum Volume 3 with 2.3 million copies. And then Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, the Sony PlayStation, 8 million copies. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I got one right. So you got one your, your... I think that's like the first question I've got right in the entirety of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're, 
You're on track to become King of Christmas. On track to become King of Christmas. Okay. So, shall we press on with Chapter 2? Yes. Okay. Chapter the second. Gruber takes over. Bang crashing explosions as the party is brought to a stop. The terrorists break onto the scene while in the background slips away our cop. Revelations as the group make known their plots are nefarious. Stealing unmarked bonds and killing nice CEOs which is less than hilarious. As Gruber takes over. So, Farley. Quiz number two. I'm impressed with your wordplay, uh, and you've really challenged yourself. <laughs> Some of the hardest rhymes <laughs> words to say. Um, I do struggle. What's the word I, I always struggle with? Unenvious. Unenvious? Nefarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> right, so, next, next question. Um, to reflect the... Uh, Trouble, the Gruber Trouble. Your next question is about uh, which one of these PlayStation games was scored the highest by IGN on release? Is it Alien Trilogy for the PlayStation, Die Hard Trilogy for the PlayStation, or Mortal Kombat Trilogy for the PlayStation? <laughs> we do like our trilogies, don't we? We do. I think, just to follow on from that Christmassy theme, nothing's more Christmassy than the cold, dead, uh, cold <laughs> of space. <laughs> so I'm going to say <laughs> Alien Trilogy. Alien Trilogy. <clears throat> so starting from bottom, uh, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, which we've talked about a number of times on this podcast. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, 6 out of 10, which is basically an IGN 3 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> Die Hard Trilogy, 7.5. And then Alien Trilogy, a solid 8. Nice. Correct. That's your second Christmas point. Oh man, I can almost feel that long cap on my head. Fucking king of Christmas, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. And on we move. To chapter the third, Sergeant Powell hits the scene. While stealing away, our cop makes a call to turn on the fire alarm and beckon police protocol. Up drives our hero with many a donut in his bowl, our kid-killing sidekick, Sergeant Powell. <laughs> and that's it. Farley, you're up. <laughs> Uh, I like your attention to detail in this uh, this poetry. <laughs> well, you truly, yeah, you truly uh, captured Sergeant Powell's tragedy there uh, yeah. by rhyming it um, <laughs> with bowel. With bowel. <laughs> <laughs> Which video game for the PlayStation uh, is this? The European article number. Three five four six four three zero zero one zero zero six. <laughs> you know, I can give you options if you want. Uh, I wouldn't mind some options. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't really keep those numbers at the you know <laughs> the forefront of my memory or anything like that. Well, but... yeah. I didn't know if you wanted to style it out for Christmas. Yeah. 
I didn't realise it was stabilizers on quiz, Richie. Go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only talking about PlayStation games, so pretty probably guess. Um, your options are Kudelka, Die Hard trilogy. Kudelka. Kudelta. Kudelka. Kudelta. Okay, fair enough. Uh, came on four discs. Okay. Uh, RPG set in Wales. Very good. Die Hard Trilogy. Nightmare Creatures. Another very good game. Uh, or Battle Arena to Shinden 2. Came on one disc. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want that number again? Yeah, yeah, if you don't mind. <laughs> Three, five, four, six, four, three, zero, zero, one, zero, zero. One, zero, zero. Six. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm. I'll do it again. Three, five, four, six, four, three, zero, zero, one, zero, zero, six. Right. Okay. It's a huge. It's a huge clue. Yeah. So that's the number on the back of the box. Yeah, it's the number on the back of the box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I think again that you're going down that Christmassy route. Okay. Even though I've told you twice now that I'm not. Yeah. Okay. But we all know you are. <laughs> and I think. What were the choices? It was like. Kudelka? <laughs> I've never even fucking heard of this game. Kudelka, Battle Arena to Shinden to Nightmare Creatures and Die Hard Trilogy. Okay. I, I am going to say because it feels like it has snow in it sometimes um, Nightmare Creatures. Uh, oh, Richie. I'm afraid the answer was Kudelka. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. This, does the game even exist? <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. Spell it for me. K O U. K O U. He is not a letter. K, dude. K. K. Okay. <laughs> K oh, well, that would have changed your answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was thinking about Kudelka. Yeah, Not yeah, that's Kudelka. all I, that's all I could hear. Kudelka, <sighs> okay, right. And it's set in Wales. Yeah, it's oh. set in Wales. Uh, it's four disc um, game. Uh, three hard um, RPG. You said uh, Nightmare Creatures, but of course the European article number, or EAN, for that game is 498860278093. Which isn't even close. No, it's not. Zero zero nine. It's not zero zero six. Yeah, we're under three after that. Yeah. yeah, just completely, completely uh, screwed the pooch on that one. Uneasy as the Christmas crown. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I think it's best we move back to our story, our Christmas tale. Mm-hmm get past all of this and we'll move to chapter four when Gruber and McLean meet. Up on the roof, filled with deceit, at last our two title characters finally meet. With inquisitive questions, the two they did posture. But did our hero McLean know that Bill Clay was an imposter? Handing a gun to smoke out dear Gruber, he cocked that gun. It turned out it was empty and he looked like a loser. Twist. 
um, question number four. Which fictional character from Die Hard is the only one who could have played Die Hard Trilogy on the PlayStation in their home country on release in 1996? Is it Bill Clay? Is it Hans Gruber? Is it John McClane? Hmm. Which fictional character from Die Hard, if they were real characters, the only one who could have played Die Hard Trilogy on the PlayStation in their home country in 1996? I'm going to say it would have been John McClane because I have... And why is that? Because I have a feeling that you are insinuating that Gruber is from Germany and I believe... Germany wouldn't have been too happy with the violence and blood in the game. Or perhaps it was released just a few days after in Europe. And what about Bill Clay? Uh, Bill Clay... Well, I mean... Yeah, I suppose he could have as much as um, John McClane could have. Well, who is Bill Clay? Bill Clay is the is a member of the Nakatomi Company that um, Gruber masquerades as. Yeah, so he's not alive, really, is he? No, he's not alive. So who is it? Who is Bill Clay? You just said it. The rhyme. Hans Gruber. Yeah. Yeah. What's your final answer? John McLean. Yes, it is John McLean. <laughs> <laughs> because... No, it, Bill Clay was still a person in the building. Like, that's the whole twist, is like, Gruber had managed to actually see the staff listing, and there was a William Clay on there, and that's why there's a doubt in McLean's eye. So he did exist, his... exist. <laughs> he had doubt in his eye. Yeah, yeah, doubt in his eye. How great an actor early uh, Bruce Willis was. <laughs> okay, well the answer is John McLean. I wrote this quiz and I, just, I decided the answer. The yeah, answer is John McLean. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, uh, I had a whole contrived thing about. Well, the one of the guys who's the one of the CEOs from the Nakatomi Corporation, but uh, it was played by a, a Asian American. Or Japanese American, um, that would be fair because it, the game came out in Japan in December 1998, same time as the EU, but it came out in the States in August 1998. But was your question not who could have played it in 1996? That everybody <clears throat> could, have. yes, oh no, because it would have been September 1996. Nope, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> if I'd had, right. if there was a Japanese character with a name in the film, okay, uh, it would have okay. been in September 19th. Cool. Can you, uh, behind uh, the curtain, uh, you There's another point, so you're on three Christmas points out of four so far. Nice, nice. Right, we move on to chapter the fifth. Broken glass and feet. 
explosions and gunshot and splintering gla- glass. <clears throat> Fucking. Ah. <laughs> Timestamp, thank you very much. Six. Fucking. Right. <clears throat> Chapter the fifth. Broken glass and feet. Explosions and gunshot and splintering glass. But did this stop our resident badass? No, for he pushed on and trampled with bloody bared souls. Fleeing to the vents, onward and upwards to avoid their patrols. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What a wintry festive Yuletide Christmas tale. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like pulling shards of glass out of the soles of your feet. <laughs> Uh, the next question. Um, not even related to that at all. At the Computer Game Developers Conference, best adaptation of the Computer Game Developers Conference Spotlight. Oh, wait a minute. Did you just fuck up saying words? No, I was, I was reading the sentence. You were but reading the sentence? Not... Okay, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I was okay, reading the sentence. But it yeah, because, you know, it, I wouldn't want to, like, pull you up and make fun of you for like fucking up a sentence or anything like that you know well feel free to cut this out but you've already cut quite a bit of your uh, fucking stuff, so. I've no idea what you're talking about <laughs> I thought I'd save you some time <clears throat> which <laughs> which of these games won the computer game developers conference spotlight award or best adaptation of linear media. Linear nice. media. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, that was a, that was a, a very stretchy, stretchy, stretched title. Okay, go on, go on. Right, tell me what are the options. The nominees are getting flashbacks. <laughs> the nominees are uh, <laughs> Alien Trilogy, Goosebumps. Die Hard Trilogy, Rama, and I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. Right. Which one of those games won the Best Adaptation of Linear Media Spotlight Award at the GDC 1996? Based on uh, story, I think Rama and Rama Two. Okay, <laughs> really. <laughs> um, and I have no mouth, but I must scream. Yeah, that was an adaptation of what? Uh, isn't it thingy? Oh, it's thingy. You know, Good old thingy. Claire, is it? Nice and clear, because of the weird. Who's the pinhead man? Oh, um. Oh, God. Uh, I know his name. I do. Who's the pinhead man? Brilliant. <laughs> Who wrote Hellraiser or the Hell Hellbound Heart? Uh, Who's pinhead man? Pinhead oh, man no, is, is uh, Brad. No, nothing to do with him. No. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Is a post post apocalyptic apocalyptic post apocalyptic science fiction short story by American writer Harlan Ellison. 
Yeah, nothing to do with Hellraiser fight. Yeah. Cool. But it has it has the same uh, aesthetic. Aesthetic. Okay. Um, and I've never heard of Alien Trilogy. What the hell's that? Um, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. That's the Jack Black thing, yeah? Uh, yeah, weirdly we mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Before. And then, uh, of course, DHT. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... I have no mouth, but I must scream. It is. I have no mouth, and I must scream. How did you get that? Uh, I've genuinely no idea. Uh, because I, I know these things. God, Farley, fucking hell. Oh, so what, so I follow GDC very, very, you know, closely. What award did it win then? Um, Something about being linear. <laughs> That's what it says. That's what's printed on the trophy. Something about being linear. Computer Game Developers Conference, 1996. I have no mouth and I must scream. Really long black. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. Spotlight cool. award. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well, there we go. We can move okay. on. <laughs> You're one point away from being King of Christmas. I think I'm... I got four. Oh, no, you are King of Christmas. All right. I am King of Christmas. And I can the, already the feel then. that long cap on my head. Let's end the podcast. I can. I've got a big belly full of jelly. Is it the last episode? Yeah. yeah. Ever. We're done now. Yeah. We're done. Okay. Yeah. Right. Merry Christmas to all. And to all, good night. Oh, you fuck. What did you just say? Enjoy your crown. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's a good crown. How about we continue on with the the Christmas story and you stop being such a Grinch? There's no point now, is it? You won. Farley, you know that if I'm king of Christmas, you can always be queen of Christmas. Are you, are you, is that serious? If you're real, <laughs> you know that I'm king of Christmas. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oh my god, I'll be queen of Christmas too. <laughs> there we go. Okay, right. Well, what's the next stop on our exciting story adventure? Chapter the sixth. Gruber identifies Holly. Hmm. Fueled with rage and desire to hurt McLean, dear hands found a clue to cause him much pain. He lifted a photograph that made him so jolly, as he found out a hostage was his wife named Holly. Intrigue. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Right. For your next question, you're just playing for style points now, style Christmas points. Yeah, yeah, so I got my long cap, I can gain the... The, 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 the belly full of jelly and maybe some boots as well or something. Go on. Okay. Uh, which of the following video games does not credit Samuel L. Jackson? Afro Samurai, GTA San Andreas Special Edition, Lego Marvel Avengers, and Die Hard Trilogy. Which right. video game does not credit Samuel L. Jackson? Right, giving them back in order because we're going to talk through these and I'm going to explain to you exactly what happened here because I know Uh, this answer. (laughs) Pro Samurai. So, yes, he was credited in that one. That was Samuel L. Jackson's creation and also he was the main voice on that one. Easy, let's move on. Next. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas Special Edition. So, yes, he was... 
definitely in that one. He was the uh, the the bent cop. Um, I forget what his name was actually. I want I want to see. I wouldn't say Officer Jackson, but definitely wasn't Officer Jackson. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Definitely was in that one. Next. Lego Marvel Avengers. Yes, they're going to have credited them because they credited everyone because they just lifted sound clips from the movies. So jarring. Hated it. Yeah, that was bad. Like, you should have just stuck with them. Um, silence. Like, yeah, you know, just straight up silence. Know. The sound of Lego bricks. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they even sound. fucking bother with an audio team? You know, <laughs> just the empty sound of clacking bricks. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is DHT. Um, and he's n- not credited in DHT because it was someone else who did the voice um, for Samuel L. Jackson's character in the. The Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, driving around the city thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did quite a good job. Yeah. He, I just remember him just screaming, Are you aiming for those people? I also. I think you actually told me this answer. <laughs> <Did I? laughs> yeah, like we were talking about um, Die Hard trilogy uh, in one of our episodes. Listeners, you can check out our previous episodes. Um, it might have been, uh, it might have been 96s. Yeah, the 96, and I think you actually told me that fact. Did you know that it wasn't Samuel L. Jackson that did that voice? So, I paid attention. See, sometimes I do pay attention, Farley. I didn't know that fact, though. You I didn't? I did. I think I, I, think I did mention... Uh, well, who knows? Go back and listen. There we go. Christmas mystery. But congratulations, you've racked up another point. You've got five... Yeah, five, barely full of five jelly. Out of six. Five out of six Christmas points. You must be gutted you missed that easy one. Uh, I can't even remember what it was. Three five four six four three zero zero one zero zero six. Oh, I mean, I'll remember it now, of course. <laughs> You'll never get that wrong, wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> right. And we move on to our final chapter. Um, the title has a little bit of a, a spoiler in it, but, you know. How can you spoil Christmas? Uh, oh gosh, um, by uh, I I don't know, um, jizzing over the presents. I was, you could just, just say Santa Claus isn't real, but <laughs> yes, jizzing on the presents is an option. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and we shall move on then. Is that uh, is that an indication of? what life will be like under your reign as king of christmas <laughs> king of christmas everybody <laughs> everybody just jizz on your presents it'll be like snow falling <laughs> um <laughs> see a doctor did um <laughs> dark dark future <laughs> under the new monarch of christmas and especially worried as his queen <laughs> <laughs> quite right uh Right, come on, let me, let me do this last one. Right. Okay. Chapter the seventh. Gruber falls to his death. Oh, yeah, that's pointless. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> Through all of our adventures and terrorist hijacks, our tale it comes to its epic climax. Hung by a watch, leaving him vexed, McLean unclipped the strap of that fateful Rolex. 
And to his death, Gruber did fall. And to all a good night, and a Merry Christmas to all. That was it, if you didn't get that. Well, no, it's fine. (laughs) It was a a foreshadowing. It was good. uh, Yeah, Chekhov's Christmas wish. Uh, Your final question. Right. For a maximum possible six out of seven Christmas points. Which light gun game is not compatible with Namco's GunCon, also known as the G-Con 45? Is it... Die Hard Trilogy, Die Hard Trilogy 2, Viva Las Vegas, Gun Barry, Game Tengoku 2, that's one game, or Rescue Shot? I... Which light gun game is not compatible with Namco's Gun Con? You know the Gun Con? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one that came with Die Hard Trilogy? <laughs> I don't think it came with a gun, did it? I feel like it did. Are you googling away as we speak now? No. no. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just All right. So my options are Die Hard Trilogy. Yes. Die Hard Trilogy Two. Viva Las Vegas. Yes. <laughs> uh, an obscure Japanese one. Probably Gun Barre Game Tengoku Two. Yeah. Yes. And a. Uh, what was the last one? Fallout? Rescue shot. Rescue shot. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you are going down the... Dark uh, path. Path I can't follow. <laughs> um, to... Uh, route 66 or something. Um, no, uh, I'm going to say... It's... It's... It, it, Gun Tengoku 2. Gun Barre Gang Tengoku 2? Yes. I'm afraid it was Die Hard Trilogy because that's a Christmassy game and this is a Christmas quiz. Die Hard's not very Christmassy though. What are you on about? I mean, let's not get into this. It's, it's, it's just subtext. It's, it's, what's the word? Snow. There's skidoos. No, there's no snow. There's tin, tinsel. There is some tinsel, yeah. It's Christmas. There is snow. There's no snow. Snow. There's no snow. It's fucking the LA. There In is Die no Hard s- 2. Die Hard 2, maybe. Yeah. Die Hard Trilogy. It's a oh, couple right. films. I thought we were just talking about the first Die Hard film there. No, no. The Die Trilogy. Hard... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Fine, fine. <clears throat> We're good. I've, I've, I've themed all the answers to this quiz around Christmas. I can't believe it. <laughs> mm. Right, well. So the grand, the grand total is five out of seven Christmas points. And you're, here he is, our new king of Christmas. Sticky presents. Father... <laughs> Father Richie. I promise to be a firm but fair ruler. Um, I, I, will, I will make sure that everybody has to um, lick candy canes. That's good stuff. Yeah. 
That's my first decree. <laughs> Everyone must lick candy canes. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, no, no. What do we need to do? We need to, what is it? Polish your Christmas puddings. Polish your puddings? Yeah, polish your Christmas puddings. Yeah, decree number two. Polish your Christmas pudding. Yeah. Um, are we going to end on some sentimental it's been a tough year Christmas message or are we just going to do with the ending? Uh, I mean, the, anybody at any point just turn on a TV channel and there will be some sentimental stuff. Um, I mean, I think we do need to end it on a light note as well because you did say something that might have upset a few of our listeners there. You know What's what that? you said. That there's just going to be the last poddy ever. Well, you did ruin the quiz. How did I ruin the quiz? By getting answers right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, knew was, you knew there were seven questions. You should have thrown the answers and then got four and scraped it through. There would have been tension and drama, but no. It's a, it's a bloody run to be the King of Christmas, didn't you? And then the rest was just all the hours I spent. That guy's a merry maniac. Why'd he bite me? So we begin at chapter one, entitled Arrival at Nakatomi Plaza. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the plaza, not a creature was stirring, not even an iguana. Which is entirely untrue and completely for Christmas round play, as in fact Nakatomi, there was a massive Christmas party. McLean dashed onwards, foreshadowing his failing marriage with all and all the while, while for, for fuck's sake, <laughs> cunty fucks. <clears throat> I'm Merry Christmas, everybody. <clears throat> right, we're starting again on this one. I'm afraid. You ready? <laughs> Just shut please the fuck keep, up. Shut the fuck up. You please keep that <laughs> tape shut, somewhere there. <laughs> shut the <laughs> cunting fuck up. Let me say it, right? <clears throat> I fucked up twice as well. Fucking hell. Right. Right. You done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. We begin at... <laughs> <laughs> just fucking meet yourself or something. I just imagine you're surrounded by kids and you're sat in a big chair. <laughs> you just start showing cunty fucks at them. Oh. <laughs> okay. Are you, are, you, are you gathered around children? Cunty <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just fucking we over. We're we're cool. We can do this. I can say words. <clears throat> la 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 la. Right. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, okay. Gruber identifies Holly. Fueled with rage and desire to hurt McLean, dear hands found a clue to cause him much pain. He lifted a photograph that made him so jolly as he found out the hostage 
her name was Holly. Actually, no, that's wrong. I fucked it up. That, that doesn't even oh. work. Hang on. We're re-editing this one again. Just because I actually fucked up the poem there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. I, it was going to happen, Farley. Uh, I'll keep these in as some sort of fucking blooper reel at the end or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially that first one. <laughs> Gundy fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, that'd okay. Good. That'd be good. Um, da, 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 da. 